G'day and welcome to Formula Bums. My name is Jacko. Today we are reviewing our predictions from the start of the year. With me is Andy and Davo. How are you, boys? Yeah, good. Excited for this one. I think it's going to be really good. Andy, how are you? I feel really stupid after listening to our predictions from <laughs> earlier this year. That's why I'm excited about this episode. <laughs> I'm excited to see how we did, what we got wrong. I think there's a lot of it. Well, you're coming in relatively blind because both Andy and I mm-hmm. listened to the episode. Andy's listened to it a few times. I've listened to it once. I hate my own voice. That's why I don't listen to our podcast. Is it really? No. I hate my own I voice just... too, but I still <laughs> listen to it. See, look, I got to... I'm forced to. I'm not going to lie. If I, I'd like to think that I'm a healthily narcissistic person. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually don't mind the sound of all of our voices recording. Yeah, no, nah, it does sound pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not mad with it. However, it was really, really enjoyable because one, I think tonally we have changed as a show quite a bit oh, yeah. from then. Oh, yeah, but definitely. It, but I don't think it was unenjoyable either. I was like, that's quite nice, but it was, it is tonally very different. And then the other part was, is like certain things in the season, like the most long shot things, some of us absolutely nailed. Yeah. But the rest of it is atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> like it's And by some of us you mean you, right? I got some absolute banging predictions correct. Yeah, and I'm nice. holding on to them because I got everything else horribly wrong. Yeah. I know I got a couple of things wrong. Disappointing. Andy also got heaps wrong too. So mm. it's not just me. I know. I do want to begin with a quick little chat of what we've genuinely thought of this year so far, overview style. Mm. So mm. what's your take on the season? I think it's been a good one. It's been very unpredictable, which has been good. There's been a lot of on-track action, which, yeah, I think it, it ran the risk of potentially all these new regulations not working. Uh, I think I can... I, I feel definitively that they have worked, that there's been a lot more passing, a lot more battling, a lot more close racing as a result of these changes. So that's been really good to see. I'm, I'm the same, mate. This has probably been the best season for a long time and it's still wide open. I know Max has a like a 60-point lead at the moment, but 60 points isn't that much if your Red Bull decides to go boom. Yeah, that's it. We've oh. seen more deficits overcome before. Yeah. Look, genuinely, this has been... A really good year for the sport. We and in any metric you decide to look at it, the sport's doing better. So ticket sales have been up and viewership's been up for pretty much every race on average. Mm. I'd say it's a really good year to start an F one podcast too. Look, I, I think so. We jumped in. I genuinely thought I because we've been trying to get this thing off the ground for years. We it came together at the right time because yeah, we did. jumped into a really good season. Look, the racing's been phenomenal. The new regulations that were exactly what the sport needed, so now we can drop sprint racing. Thank you. Yep. Yep. And the championship is very fun. We are seeing Max pull a lead, but it doesn't feel like absolute dominance of the last couple of years either. Yeah. It yeah. still feels exciting and fresh. Midfield's incredible. Mm-hmm. Back of the grid. Predictable. Predictable, but apparently not by us. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The other thing, too, is this championship would be a hell of a lot closer if Ferrari remembered they were meant to be a top team instead of being Ferrari. Yeah, that is true. you got to believe, but. Believe in Bernardo. He's, he's already said <laughs> that he wants just to, if he continues the same way for the second half of the season, he doesn't see why Ferrari can't claw back. I can see numerous reasons why Ferrari can't claw back if they continue on their same path. Strategy is one of them. Yeah. Look. I'm not saying they don't have work to do. I'm not fully buying into Bonotto. But sorry, sorry, we're getting a radio message. We are checking. Shut <laughs> up, Andy. 
I need to start supporting Ferrari because it was one of my only predictions I got correct. So I'm doing a Dave and I'm a Red Bull Tifosi. Yeah. Straight whoa, Red whoa, Bull Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a Mercedes Tifosi. We are not, not a the red, same. Yeah, no, don't lump same. me in with that. No, I'm saying I'm better than you. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right. I mean, on the evidence of this season, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, on the evidence of this season, Jack's the only one who's picked up both winners. There? Here's the thing, though. I'm not that good in the tipping comp. No, like, if you were no, actually oh, playing, you would have killed it by now with Mercedes results. Yeah, yeah. We are, and the premise of today is we're going to go through all our predictions and see how we did. Mm-hmm. But before we're going to do that, I think, Andy, you need to run us through what's going on with the driver move post-Seb's retirement because it has stirred up the market quite a bit. No it, shit. Yeah, silly season has well and truly begun. It's like, it's literally nearly Christmas in July. Yeah. Nearly. We Realistically, nearly well, let's look at what's happened. So this all started on July 28th. In the afternoon or evening here in Australia, Sebastian Vettel posted a very sad message saying that he was retiring at the end of this season and millions of hearts broke worldwide because they're losing their favourite driver. Seb ruined Christmas in July. He really did. However, however, between July 28th and July 31st, there were secret meetings and negotiations happening between a certain Aston Martin team and Fernando Alonso. And L plan moves to Aston Martin. And on July 31st, before any news has come out, Alonso talks to Otmar and Alpine. He's like, look, I'm planning to re-sign with you. I'm not talking to other teams. That, that That's sort of the gist Otmar gets from that conversation with Alonso. And they both split for their summer break. The next morning, Aston Martin announces <laughs> that they have signed Al- Fernando Alonso for two years with a third year in his option. Aston Martin still cars designs and car drivers, apparently. Yeah. However, I forgot I forgot one key thing. <laughs> On <laughs> July 31st... You the- forgot, but you're reading from a page, man. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> so on July 31st as well, Daniel Ricciardo sits down with Andreas Seidel. And Seidel breaks the news to him that they will be looking to terminate his contract next year. I thought that was a rumor, so that's real. Is, is that, no, that, is that's that basically conf- confirmed. I've heard it's been reported on four different sites that that talk has actually happened, and they are currently in the con- negotiation to break the contract. Hmm. That is, that's the last news out of McLaren from from that story. Right. Is they are currently in negotiations, and they will announce it once the negotiations are completed and they've come to an agreement. It's going to be expensive for them. It is very very uh, much so. Like, is it worth it? Hopefully it's expensive enough for Danny to then buy his way into another team. I'll tell you what's really loving this whole thing. Danny Rick's bank account. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He's going to make bank from it for sure. Anyway, then we move on to the Aston Martin announcement at 9 a.m. the next morning, European time. Then on August 2nd, a scrambling Alpine at 2 a.m. Australian time announces that Oscar Piastri will be replacing Fernando Alonso in the Alpine seat. Two hours later at 4 a.m. Australian Eastern Time, Oscar Piastri put out a tweet saying this is not correct and he will not be driving for Alpine in 2023. He was very definitive on that too. Like, I will not be at Alpine. It's like, hmm, there's definitely something up with that one. Definitely. Yeah. And the way he worded it too, it just seemed like he's turning down a guaranteed seat. I there. would have just taken it. A hundred percent. The Alpine. It's looking yeah. really good. I would have just been like, well, 
also, how good's that? It's like, well, I guess I'm in the team now. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah. Also, like, oh, we can get into it after you finish your things, but I've got some thoughts on it too. Yeah. Anyway, two days later on August 4th, it's heavily speculated that a pre-contract agreement between McLaren and Piastri has been signed past the July 31st deadline, which apparently made him a free agent. Now, I don't know the whole story on that. People are even claiming that's a load of crap as well. But uh, the, 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 the main story is that if Alpine hadn't gotten uh, Oscar Piastri a drive for 2023 by July 31st, he was free to negotiate with other teams. Okay. But for and all so this did. to so for but for all this to have happened, he must have been talking to McLaren pre July thirty first, because of just the yeah. the speed and the velocity of all these announcements. Ross Brown just probably sent him a you up text, <laughs> and he was oh. like, "Oh yeah, baby." Anyway, on August sixth, the FIA contract recognition board have cleared Piastri of doing anything wrong towards the Alpine contract, and he is free to negotiate with whoever the hell he feels like. Sweet, so he's in the clear. Also on August 6th, Alexander Albon announced that he will be racing for Williams for the next few years by copying the exact same tweet that Oscar Piastri wrote out, but instead of saying we'll not be driving for Alpine, he confirms he definitely will be driving for Williams over yeah. the next few years, which yeah. I think is a good decision by Albon. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I think it's I'm glad he's in the him. sport. Yeah. I mean, it's not the team you want to be on, but you're on a team, man. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, I've also put together some logical ideas of what will be coming now because that that's where the news cycle ends. August 6th was the last official news out. Mm. So he, here's what what I'm thinking. There is a 95% chance Oscar Piastri will be at McLaren next year. Mm. There is a 75% chance Ricardo will be at Alpine next year. But there's a few little few little things that could happen. First one is Gasly has a clause in his contract that says he can if he is approached by a team higher than AlphaTauri on the constructors board, he can break his contract and sign with them for 2023. Alpine is a lot higher than um, AlphaTauri at the moment. And he's French. And he's French. So that, that makes yeah, logical sense as well. It does make some sense. So if that was to happen, Danny Rick would have two options then. Three options. Four options. <laughs> Danny Rick will have four options. Danny Rick could go to Haas and replace Mick because they've suspended talks with Mick until the end of the season. They have. Ouch. Uh, Danny Rick could return home and go to AlphaTauri as the senior driver in the team. Ooh. I'm okay with that. Yeah? I'm like, Danny Rick. If could, he's in the sport, I'm okay with it. Danny Rick could also go to Williams and be a senior driver over Albon, but I don't see that happening. And the fourth option, which I don't think anyone wants, is Danny Rick gracefully retires from Formula One. Yikes. I so think thoughts, gentlemen. Look, genuinely, I think that any of those options is possible. Yeah. F1 is a sport that the weirdest things happen. It is very, very hard to predict with any certainty anything. I am not sure. I'd be happy with any option if it means he gets to remain in the sport because yeah. I still think he can, with the right vehicle set up, which also AlphaTauri is a Red Bull. Yeah. He can put on performances again. I don't want him to leave this sport with this legacy because his reputation, I think, has been too unfairly tarnished over this half of a year 
without having enough respect to what he has shown and what oh, he's yeah. capable of. He's yeah. still McLaren's last race winner. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you can say it was a fluke, but it was a genuine fast car. Yeah. Got in front, won the whole race from beginning to end yeah. situation. I Haas would make sense with his personality and culture and be great for the Haas team. He loves America and American loves him. That's true. So that, that is from true. a marketing perspective and from like a happiness perspective, you know, he's going to be great there. Steiner and Ricardo would be two personalities that would gel so well together on camera. Yeah, yeah. He'd have a fucking cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. By the end of the season, and also having Magnus and Danny having two very, very experienced, competent drivers. Mm. Danny being the better of the two. Yeah. One thing on that: that second half seat is also a Ferrari seat. That is the only curveball to Danny Rick to Haas. Look honestly, I think. If Haas, I'm, it wouldn't surprise me if Haas was willing to put that on the line and say, look, can we have this guy for a year or two to further develop our car? Yeah. We are going to take your next junior, but we do we really need another inexperienced 19-year-old on the grid when we, we have these, they're only in their mid to early 30s too, yeah. drivers who still have a lot more to give and a lot more to show. Let them run on until they can retire. Like, there's no reason for these men to leave the sport yet. I don't know if Ferrari would gel with that. If they were like, it it, it might, it wouldn't surprise me if Alfa Romeo, they went, hey, we'll take that seat for a bit of cash off their hands. Like, we'll sponsor that seat for the two years while they have Danny. Because all those contract options are viable still. But you're right. That's probably the reason why that one won't occur. Yes. But I just don't think it's impossible. What, what do you reckon? I was going to say, you, you mentioning Haas and Ricardo love in America. I was like, oh, what about uh, short sabbatical and then Andretti racing team? Well, Andretti's not even confirmed. And I think yeah. that, that's become it's, so cold. It's probably yeah. not happening anymore. Not happening anymore? Well, that's a shame. It is a shame. Yeah. I think Andretti and it just a, an 11th team would have been yeah. such a really good thing for this sport. It's needed. Yeah. Just another one. And... Another point on that is Toto Wolf in his Toto Wolf stage mm. came out and said that he thinks Audi would bring a hell of a lot more to an eleventh team than Andretti. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. I don't like the idea of him going back to AlphaTauri. Fair enough. I just think the 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 way that he left that team and the reasons he left that team with the way Red Bull operate. Yeah, like that. It's not the Red Bull team. It's their sister team, but there's still some of the overarching. Um, you're going back into the pyramid with Dieter at the top yeah and Helmut Martin yeah that's it and but particularly the way they treated him was pretty shit and it was pretty much the way that you see in the media they treat any of their drivers that's not Max Verstappen they just latch onto that tit right there and they'd suck that one for what's <laughs> worth that's a horrible <laughs> analogy but you're not wrong <laughs> well I think he is Alpha Tauri don't do that it was Red Bull Racing that treated Danny Ron, Christian Horner, and that whole setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's but the whole it, I know, mentality I know, of the teams. I understand that Red Bull and AlphaTauri are linked driver-wise only. It's still a sister mm, team. Yeah. It's a different team completely. It's run by France Tost. There's completely different engineers, completely different. And it's in another country. Well, it's it's uh, Italy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's it in is. Italy. It's it in is. Italy. There's plenty of room between Italy and England. You know what I mean? Look, I genuinely think that both statements do hold mm. validity. Like, I can't disprove either of them. I think bec- I think Dave's right in the aspect that both Dita and Helmet 
are still overarching on both in respect to the driver management. Yeah. You are right in regards to the day-to-day leadership yeah, engineering yeah, of the yeah, team. Yeah, for sure. So that's what that's what I'm thinking. I still personally am like, I think that's the right fit for you, man. I think Alpine's the right fit for him. It's he the was, best. It was the car, best for sure. Best car. Yeah. Otmar has come out and said that the team would welcome him back with open arms. It was the last car he did really well in. I know he won in the McLaren, but that was an anomaly in yeah, a pretty poor yeah. season. In Renault 2020, Danny Rick looked fantastic yeah and, and look, if that car was designed around danny rick i can't imagine that i can imagine there's a little bit of crossover with this new car as well so danny rick could just slot back in take a few races and then he'll be you know danny rick of old and i can see him not uh, like not struggling to flog Ocon as well like, no not at all he yeah. did for what the yeah, season that's it convincingly like, exactly it's going to be back to that again like he's he's going to be number one 100 so yeah so i was thinking with though with piastri like He's jumping into McLaren against Norris, who sucks. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's he's got some good results. Hundred percent. And he's I there and there. His talent. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I think wish I could. As a rookie driver, would you want to go in against Norris or would you want to go in against Ocon? I'd want to go Norris. in against Norris. You really? You reckon? I think Norris can, Piastri would be an absolute gun team. I think that Norris is a better race driver than Ocon. Yeah. And that I Norris seems to get along really well with his teammates. Yeah. And I think he would teach Oscar more than Ocon could. And I that's do think he'd point. be a good teammate. And I do think he'd be a good teacher. Oh, that's a valid point. I'm and thinking of it more on the terms of results. Like, you know, you come in and you get flogged by your teammate every week, for example. Yep. It doesn't look that great. Maybe you get some results and people go, oh, yeah, look, it's your first season, you're rookie, and you're doing okay, you're a couple of tenths off. But I think if you're coming in as a rookie and you've got a chance to beat your teammate, which I think you would have in Ocon, surely you'd want that, right? You're right. I I guess I'm talking from the basis that I genuinely think Oscar's only going to be one or two tenths away from Norris from the get-go. Yeah? Okay. I do. I, I His race, race car up is... Unmatched by yeah. any of the the young guys recently. Yeah. He's we've watched his. I've watched his junior career. I do believe this kid's and yeah, I've got a heap of Aussie bias, but I do believe this kid's special. Oh yeah, that the Aussie bias is strong with this podcast. Yeah, that that McLaren is not a terrible car. It's clearly a terrible car for Danny. Yeah, Oscar's never driven an F one car. He has the adaptability to jump in anything and that's learn fair. that style. That's fair. And I do think he's got the talent to jump in and be appropriately slower than Norris and eventually surpass him within two to three years if they're both still there. Uh, I completely agree. I think also that that those two young drivers are both the future of McLaren if they both end up there. Like that that's gonna be a team for a long time because Zach has stated he's hundred percent behind Norris. Mm. He thinks Norris I think is he's the signed future. a pretty long Deal, right? It was like yeah. four, four, years. four years. So yeah, he's there like for a while. He's going to be there for a while. He's he's their golden boy. And if you got Piastri, Alpine's old golden boy, your rivals' golden boy, you're going to want to hold on to him for as long as physically possible. Oh, yeah. And you're going to have to develop a car that he's going to win a world championship in because there's no doubt Piastri is our best bet as a world for a world champion as Australians. Mm. Yeah. However, 
you may also be correct, and it might be that he comes in and he does struggle because we've seen plenty of drivers come in and struggle. Yeah. And if that's the case, then yeah, Ocon is a safer bet because he would be... Well, Norris is better than Ocon, therefore yeah. he would perform better against that's, him. That's what we're getting at. However, that's what I'm getting at, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think both are fine. I do think he'd look better in orange than Alpine. And also, I'd like to see Danny back at Alpine. I it's think it papaya. Is it's whatever. It's <laughs> awesome. It looks great. It does. It's papaya, not orange. Shall we go through what we said at the start of the year and see how correct we were? Yeah. Or how incorrect we were for some of us. At the start of this year, we sat down and we went from 20 to 1. And we spoke about where we thought every driver would end up. That is correct. Turns out we weren't really that great at most of this. So, Andy, Wegg, you're going to read us from, what, our 20th to 1, and we're just going to kind of talk about what we think happened yeah. throughout the year. Mm. So let's start at number 20. Now, number 20, I want to put an asterisk next to because he didn't actually compete because we all picked Mazaspin. Well, I think I actually picked him as 21st. I'd you like did. to point that one out. <laughs> him I would like to point that out. Yeah, I thought he wasn't... I thought he was going to lose out that badly. Yeah. But, however, he's lost out majorly because he doesn't even have a seat anymore. So... I don't think that's all that needs to be said on him. So, let's move on. That, let's go yep. to 19. Nah, because I want to I announce who's actually in 20th as well because it's a man Jack praised at the start of this year. It's a man <laughs> who should have got that Aston Martin seat. King Latifi. Go Tifi. Not a really good year for this young man. It's no. been atrocious. Look, we've spoken about him a lot this year, kind of just dishing out a little bit of heat. But yeah, shocker. I dare say he'll be moving on this year, if not next, guaranteed. Mm. Oh, mm. I think it's guaranteed this year. I don't think there's any chance of him re-signing. Money. He's had the occasional glimpse of sunshine. There was the... Top of the tables in what Q two the other day? Yeah. Q two, practice two, FP three, FP three, and then he got into what Q one in Canada, Q three in Canada. Yeah, remember he had a great he had and a then, great laugh in Canada. He did something cool in Canada. Oh, that's right. He went out at the right time, got a yeah. good lap in the wet. Yep. He also has money behind him. That's the other thing. I just don't see the money keeping him in there. I no. think I think he's. Destroyed enough cars, and Williams just have a, a nice little young gun. Yeah, that's true. If you Logan bring all this Sergeant money coming out, I think if he's ready, you've got to put Sergeant in there. If he's not ready, there's another young talent from Mercedes that should get that seat, and that's Nick DeVries. I'm mm. cool with both of those mm. answers. As long as it's not Nicholas Latifi, it's a good decision for Williams. Yeah. I think so, yeah. But the damage is done at this point, and you had it literally had three years in the same car to show that potential. And here's the thing. You're clearly a very talented driver, mm. but not an F1 caliber driver. Like, you're in the second best tier in the world. That is nothing to be ashamed mm. of. Mm. You're a better driver than everybody we know. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm pretty good. I reckon I could <laughs> give him a run for, for his money. I don't. <laughs> I couldn't. What did we do for 19, Andy? Uh, so, 19, Dave and I had the same person and you had someone different. Yeah, I noticed that for a lot of it. You guys agreed on quite a few. And then when it got to the top 10, Andy and I agreed on quite a few. Yeah, so me and you had Joe Guan Yu. Mm -hmm. And Jack picked Yuki Sonoda because he thinks Yuki Sonoda is crap. Well, not really crap. He just he thinks he's a little hot-headed. 
I think he cracks uh, under pressure. He's definitely hot-headed. We've seen that a lot this season. So well, I, I want right. to call that Jack got that right. He yeah. called that Sonoda was not going to do that well. No, he didn't. And Who even actu- got a, who's actually 19th as well? Because of... Who actually, uh, came, actually came 19 yeah. is uh, Alexander Albon, who actually has points. I want to point out, Nicholas Latif is the only person who hasn't scored a point this year. Oh, yep. Keeps yeah. putting it in the wall too much. Yeah. yeah, he really does. So, look, I mean, in reality, Snowden's doing better than where I pipped him. However, that what you said at the start of this year, saying that he cracks under pressure. He crashes too much. He crashes too much, and that he's a hothead. Mm. Like, that's all true, because... Alpha Terry have gone out and got him a psychologist to try and get his head together, and it's clearly not working. Yeah, he could not have been yet. doing better this season. Should and, he, he should I would say should have yeah. been doing better. Yeah. in most things, and also, I don't think him and Gasly are probably getting along as well as they were last year. They've both come together three or four times mm, this year, and have. Sonoda's normally been the instigator and come off better in most of the situations too. That mm. is the truth. Mm. You boys both had who? We had Joe, Joe, Joe. on you. So, I mean, he's doing better. He's Not doing much. about where he's I thought. He's only just better. He's still better. He's only just better, to be honest. He's, I think he's, he's doing better. 16th? We'll figure it out in a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, I'm not – I am surprised because I did think Williams was going to be – I did describe him as have, having a belter this year, but also saying that neither of their drivers would be near the top 10 – However, they're the team that really hasn't adapted well to these new regulations at all. No, not at all. They're, they're both their drivers are in last and second last. They're both struggling to get points. They're struggling to get out of Q1 basically every weekend. Yeah. Albon's done a few pretty magical things with tyres to get him points, but that's about it. What are your thoughts on Williams this year? Is it much the yeah, same across the board? I think so, yeah. And I think where I would have predicted... Uh, Joe Guan Yu so low is because I was sort of taking into account maybe a little bit of the Alfa Romeo sort of of old being a little bit down that order as well and I think they've actually done a bit better this season than they have in past as well and been able to obtain some of those higher up results as a result of their car being fairly decent. I also think the reason why Alfa Romeo was underestimated by us was the main factor is we underestimate the Ferrari power unit yeah. overall. Yeah. Definitely. And that uh, that's one of the big takeaways of the season was that, oh, no, the Ferrari power unit is very, very fast. Yeah. It's not super reliable, but it's very quick. Yeah. Let's move on to 18. So Dave and I had Mick Schumacher while you had Guan Yu Zhou. Nice. And who did come eight- Who is in 18th now? Oh, my favorite punching bag is in 18th. It's Lance Stroll. Stroll. It? It's Lance yeah. Stroll. We both... The monkey's foot. (laughs) Look, we rag on him every weekend. He deserves every little bit of constructive criticism we give. Yeah, fair enough. You're very adamant on that point. (laughs) It is constructive criticism, and we are allowed to with freedom of speech. I'm not a school principal, my man. Let's not... You don't have to justify this. No, I'm justifying it to all the lawyers from Aston Martin that (laughs) listen to us. They're probably the team with the most lawyers, I would reckon. Yeah, that, no, that seems track. There, Andy, you were right with your initial prediction by saying that Aston Martin was not going to be a good car. It is not a good car. Both those drivers are not doing super well this year. Stroll forced one to retire. Yeah. He literally was like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I can't drive this shitbox anymore. He's like, I can't be here. He's like, I'd rather drive a lawnmower. <laughs> yep. I 
I, we can all agree that we don't really like seeing Stroll in the sport, but due to the nature of the team setup with his dad owning it, he's probably not going anywhere anytime soon. However, I think we what we need to then enjoy about it is that the fact that he's coming 18th. Yeah. And that's yeah. our positive takeaway so, there. So, little conspiracy theory. I know uh, Reese isn't here. However, what about Danny Rick to Aston? We got Alonso, Alonso Ricardo, and Stroll just gets told, nah, piss off. Oh. Love to see it. I'd love to see him in any oh. other car than that. I'd if love that's to the see- only option, I'll take it. I don't think it's happening. That's the one I don't think is happening. Yeah. I think I that's... Know. Can you imagine, like, Lawrence Stroll firing his son? <laughs> I mean, I'd love to be a fly on the oh, wall for that conversation. It'd be a great meeting. That'd be so fun. Oh. Family Christmas is going we, to be awkward. We need Netflix in there for that one. For sure. <laughs> oh. oh, 17, Andy. So, 17, I had King Latifi. Dave had Alexander Albon, and you had Mick Schumacher. Who is 17th? Joe Guan Yu. So he's not doing much better than uh, Dave and I predicted, but it is a little better. And look, he has had an absolute shocker when it comes to reliability. Yeah, that is true. He has been unlucky, yeah, for sure. And he's actually put in some pretty impressive ones. I've, I'm like, yeah, he's doing all right. I do, and I do think he's one of the better rookies we've had in a few years yep. with his performances because when he's got a car that's underneath him that can make the distance, he does pretty damn well. He's not lighting up the world and I don't mm. think he came into the sport with the op- ability to become a world champion but for a rookie who's come into a team that's bottom of the gridish, you can't ask for anything more than what he's given them. Yeah, definitely. No. But in saying that I don't think his future in this sport is long term. I don't think so either but he's not going to be one of those drivers who we look back on and be like he never should have been here to be like and he did a short stint and he was okay. Yep. He's <laughs> not to, an Akita Mazepin, that's for sure. Exactly. And to be one of the 20 best drivers in the world and be rated as completely okay is not a bad thing to be. Mm. Yeah. Next. Yeah, go for it, man. So in 15th, uh, Dave had King Latifi. Well, you and I gave Stroll a bit more credit than he deserves and we put Stroll there. We did think Asimart was going to do better. Yeah, we should have thought better. That car was terrible at the start of the year, and even after they copied Red Bull, it's still not doing that great. It really isn't. I do think, though, we weren't super wrong with it because we put that driver towards the back for the reasons he is. Because he's shit. Yeah. And it just turns out that other cars are that much worse, and that's why he's in 16th. Well, no, well, he's in 18th, so his car isn't that bad. Is worse than other cars, you mean? Yes. Who are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about Stroll. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about Stroll. And you're talking about Stroll as if he was in 16. No, but we he, only picked him in 16. Oh, he was in 18. Yeah. So he's, yeah. Do, he's doing worse than we predicted, which is a good, good. thing. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Sunoda? Yes. You're both just looking at me with such a strange look on my face, and I started questioning what I was going on about. Yeah. Anyway, the actual person in 15th is oh, yeah, one young Suki, Yuki Sonoda, who's doing about as well as he probably can. Is what I previously said applicable to this situation? Because if so, just shift that across. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Yuki's been hampered by the fact he keeps hitting Pierre. Yeah, really. And he puts it he'll put it in Q three. Yeah. And then he'll hit someone, have and a then sook, yell on the radio for five or six laps and yeah. He's basically just signing his you're getting fired pink slip this year. 
eventually they'll move him on. I it's happening this year. You saying you're calling this year? I reckon. Well, they've only announced Pierre for next year. They didn't take the time they announced Yuki, did they? Yeah, no, that's a uh, that's a valid point. If they were going to keep Yuki, they would have announced it when they announced Pierre. Yeah, Yuki's a Yuki's about where he is. like you know what I mean. He's the uh, the drivers below him are in either worse cars or or are performing shockingly. He's performing about where we thought. Yeah. Ability-wise, it just turns out he's where he is on the leaderboard. Well, he's on just a little bit worse than what Dave and I thought because we had him in 14th on our prediction. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Who is it? Who do we go for 14? But I think I think I put him a bit higher just because okay. I think the um, we thought the AlphaTauri would be really good. Did, and so you did you did in particular? Yeah, well, I really thought, thought it was on. We this thought year. that that AlphaTauri being better would just pull him up a bit, but turns out that uh, that car sucks. It's really not good. They didn't make a good car this year, and they've been on a really good run too. Yeah, they need to go back to the drawing board and get a 2023 car that can perform. I think we're going to see a lot of changes from this year to next year because the teams will have learned so much. Yeah, I think we'll see homogulation too. We'll see uh, all the Mercedes power units start to run a little bit more like the Mercedes, all the Ferraris. Well, we've already seen it with the Haas. It's starting to look a bit more like the Ferrari. Mm. And the Red Bulls will all start to homogulate together as well. Oh, 100%. And you'd be stupid if you didn't. Yeah. Follow what the best teams are doing. Well, They're getting it right. I just, yeah, it's been rough for AlphaTauri overall. It hasn't, neither drivers performed where we thought they were going to mm. place. Nope. Who do we, let's move on though. No, because I haven't got through 14 yet. Oh, really? No, because I just said me and Dave had Snowder in 14th, which oh. is roughly where he's coming, just one place behind. However, Jacko, talk about a really bad pick. And I have Latifi. You have Latifi. I'm only off by bow, six. Bow. <laughs> that's nearly half. That's nearly a 50% off rate. Yeah. Look, God, he sucks. I, I don't think my justification at the time was invalid because I said that he's had three years in the car. The last two years he's been building, and he was at that time. My justifications at the time weren't incorrect. He was building. He was on a run. He did collect some points at the end of last year, if yeah. I'm not correct. Yeah. The logical thought conclusion that I came to is that there's no reason for him not to continue on that trend. Mm. It just turned mm. out that... There was a reason. He just likes to crash the car and just genuinely not be able to drive it. Yeah, these new regulations don't suit him one bit. No. Plain and simple. So... I'm not super stoked with that. Can we move on now? Yeah. <laughs> Mick Schumacher is actually in 14th at the moment, which is a good thing because he scored points. He's doing well. It's I'm I am a little bit anxious with the announcement that Ferrari suspended talks with him. Yeah, I no, think it was Haas that Haas, was suspended. Sorry, Haas has suspended talks with him. That makes me a little bit anxious for him because it sounds like they're going to explore other possibilities, but they're going to keep him if they can't find anyone better. I don't think they're going to drop him for a junior. I think they're going to see if they can sign Danny or something like Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't see a reason for them to bring a junior in when he's improving and he's doing well. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, he's only been in what? This is his second year? Yep. Yes. So, bit rough. First year in a drivable car. Yeah. Bit rough to be dropped at that one. Especially yeah. after his run too. Like, he had a two really good races where he finished in the points. Both cars finished in the points, both those races. Yeah. Hungary was just an outlier. Like, it was just, you know, they both got on the hard tyre. That was clearly not the tyre to be on that weekend. But they still had the speed on the yeah. softs and mediums. So, I think the, the suspending of talks with Schumacher, it doesn't me necessarily mean they will explore options. I think they will talk to other drivers. However, I think it's more to clear Mick's head and let Mick 
concentrate on the rest of the season and then talk about the future at the end of the season. I like that way of looking at it. I just don't think the F1 world is that kind. Yeah, I also think that would like hurt your season, right? Like, yeah, oh, have I got to drive for next possibly, season? Or they might be saying, man, like, look, yeah. oh, yeah, no. I'm kind of with Dave on that. I want it to be that because that's a lovely way of looking at it. But I definitely think they're going like, if we can get a bigger fish, we're taking it. Yeah. I just don't say that with that Ferrari connection. It's true. Yeah. It is true. Yeah. I just don't. I, th- I think it's more what I said. It's just them focusing on the rest of the season. It's not been, it's been done before. Okay. Yeah. Drivers have just, they've stopped talks. They'll go through the end of the season. And then within two weeks of the season being over, they'll resign. All right. Mm. So that, that's my thinking, and you can't change my mind. No, that's. I'm not trying to. I know you're not, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you can't uh, change my mind until Danny Rick gets announced for Haas. And you're one of the most stubborn people I know. I don't even try and change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Renee doesn't even try to change my mind. She just fucking <laughs> accepts it. Anyway, moving on to 13th. Me and you had Albon while Dave had Stroll. So he gave him a hell of a lot more credit than he deserves. Yeah, look, yeah we I also gave Albon he's not credit yeah. than he's earned. I think that's because we thought that the Aston Martin again was going to be better. We, bu- uh, we thought uh, both. I was like, uh, we thought both those teams were going to be and, and again, better. Stroll had had some results. Maybe he was lucky in these results, but he'd had some results, and we thought, you know, if the car's good, if the car's good, and you know, you have a few races where things are thrown up in the air a little bit, maybe there's there's chances for points and a few things, but nah, it's no. just not good car, not good driver. Eh. No. However, in saying that, there is an Aston Martin driver in fourth, in 13th. It'd be Seb, yeah? Yeah, yeah Seb's yeah. up there. Which is worse than we thought he was going to go, but not by a huge amount, I think. I think he's just... He's where that car is. Mm. Yeah. And the car will continue to improve over the rest of the season with him driving it. And we've seen that. They're, they're regularly getting 10th and 11th mm. at the past few races. They're mm. on the precipice to jump them back into the mid-pack battle. Yeah, yep. without a doubt. It, they just got to stop fighting each other and Stroll just needs to drop back and let Seb drive off into the distance. And that's been unfortunate too. I think Seb's had a really rough run of like inter-team management this year, more so mm. than the others. Like it was just, he left Ferrari because he couldn't handle all the shenanigans that went on and then he went into a team that is exactly the same. Yeah, basically. regard to, to its culture and management where it's like, no, we have our... We have our poster boy, but no, we do love you. However, he can't do it. It's just, it was a mess. Well, have you noticed that Aston's marketing and stuff is all Seb, not not Lance? Lance is not on much he's of their marketing stuff. Not, He's not marketable. Yeah. I and was, was going to say, it's going to sound real slack saying it, but he isn't a real marketable person. We uh, ragged on him for his yeah. behavior in interviews. He is boring in front of a camera. Yeah. And also the fan base is, and very, very vocal about how much Seb is the the fan favorite. He yeah. is. So even from a marketing standpoint, it's like, we're and like, unfortunately as well. Now he's going to be with um, Alonso. Alonso is going to be even more for yeah, a fan again. favorite. Like, oh, unlucky. <laughs> also, but his thing strong means like, Oh, I have to do less marketing. That's less work. Cause he also doesn't seem like the person who wants to put in any effort to anything. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, so like, he's probably kicking back being like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we say, George Russell is a squid. Lance Stroll's a slug. <laughs> but yeah, in front of a camera, he sucks. Who's who's next, Andy? What's next? So that was 14th. This is 13th. So in 13th, you and I had Esteban Ocon. 
He's doing better than that. He is. And uh, Dave had Sebastian Vettel. So he's just one off. Yeah. Not bad, man. Yeah. Yeah. You can, yeah, that counts. You can, you can take that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And in that position is unfortunately Pierre Gasly. Yeah, that's a shame. He should be higher. He definitely should. He's just not had the car. Mm. The car definitely hasn't suited him. His He's luck <sighs> this year has gone through the toilet as well. Yep. Yuki's also done some damage to some yep. weekends. However, it's not all glum for Pierre because I do want to highlight his performance in Monaco, even though it was hindered. He was doing things in that Alpha Tower that we didn't think were possible. Mm. He was overtaking within the first couple of laps on the Inters in a very, very wet condition yeah. around Monaco. So, like, as I know is this isn't where he should be, but it's clearly the car because when he's got that together and the setup's right, he's still there. So, mm. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about the car and the development of the, of the team. He may take that clause and jump to a higher team. Alpine would yeah. be a great spot for that, and he, I think he'd perform well in that. It will get him out of the Red Bull thing, and I know a lot of people he think he shouldn't be with Red Bull at all. I think it'd be cool, actually, to be honest. Two and French drivers in a French team. But oh, also nice. two it French would be drivers cool. that do not get along in That's the slightest. true. But, you know, yeah. I From mean, a marketing I'd, standpoint, yeah. Pierre would be the marketing person in that one. Yeah. Because he likes everything. Except he, <laughs> he does. They'd have like that. That meme will spit out dollars for him. They'll <laughs> trademark that. It's for already sure. spitting out dollars for anyone. Who did I have again for that position? You had Ocon. I had Ocon as I did, and that's probably it's the we, car. That's why the, the reason Pierre's the down there and Ocon's up there is yeah. the car. Yeah, because Ocon I think drives as good as the car is, and I believe Pierre can drive better than the car is, but he's just got a really bad car. Also, Ocon has a really hard time defending against anyone. He does. He does not have much fight in defense. I remember re-listening to it. I bought that up again, and I don't think it's changed to this year. I think we've seen more of the same. Yeah. Yep. So after that, I we got have a unison. Yep, there. I feel like I nailed that one. You really did. Mm. Nice. I'm taking that on the scoreboard. That's a bonus point for the tipping. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have 11th. and Me and you had Valtteri Bottas, while you had Esteban Ocon. Yeah, okay. Yep. So I think we put Valtteri there because we thought his talent would bring the car up. Yep. Yep. Turns out that engine has brought the car up as well. Yes. Mm. And Valtteri's doing a hell of a lot better than we thought, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. It is solely because we rated the car so low. As you said, there's never a knock on his talent. That yeah. means a brilliant driver. Yeah. Glad to see him doing so well. And glad to see him like chill and enjoying himself. That seems to be the thing. Like is, You could see... like. The teammate between him and Hamilton, there was respect. They liked each other. But it must have been so crap being second all the time to Hamilton. And, and now you the can public just, reaction to yeah, that. Yeah. And you can now see that he just seems to be enjoying himself. And yeah, yep. good to see. And Joe, I don't think he can knock his personality. Like, yeah. clearly he seems like a very enjoyable person to be around. Yeah. So I'm sure they are just mates. And like, yeah. Bottas is sitting there. He's like, well, I'm not coming first or second or third. But here's the thing. I'm having a really good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Who is in that position? Daniel Ricciardo. This is the saddest big mm. dick Danny Rick of the season. Seeing and how I even predicted sad dick Danny sixth. And so not, that's this not was happening. devastating dick. Yeah. Danny, what is he now? 14th? Uh, 11th. 11th. No, 12th, sorry. 12th. Okay. That's a sad one, that one. Do you know what? We all predicted the optimism 
with optimism at the start of the year. That optimism was matched with McLaren too. Yeah. They were very optimistic about the start of this year. We also did it after the shakedown at Spain where McLaren were really good. Were really good. Yeah. I think we don't know exactly what's gone wrong. I mean, I'm sitting on the side that they clearly did not prioritize Danny's preferences in Mm. designing this vehicle. Therefore, it's another year of much of the same. That's the stance I take. I know it's biased. I know it's probably not looking at all the context, but I don't care. That's what happened. Yeah, I, I agree with that. He's Aussie. I want to see him do well. Yeah, my bias is hating McLaren. I used to <laughs> love McLaren. I'm, I'm sad because I've got an unopened box of um, Lego that's a McLaren Formula One car. <laughs> I still haven't built yet. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to build it. Oh, do I want to build it after the, how they've treated my boy? Well, Again, it's not that's not confirmed though either. It's true. However, I do believe it's more likely because when in retrospect to the sheer talent and results he's had in the past, he's never been in a car that was the best car and yet he's still an incredible driver. Yeah. That Red Bull at the time wasn't the championship car. It wasn't a championship car. I was just thinking and back he drove to the it. pants off he it. He did. Yeah. He really did. You know what? Send him down for Tauri and then bring him back to Red Bull. <laughs> to retire. I would be mad goes. with it. I would not be mad with it. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't, think, I don't so. think it will. But you know what? Look, bring him back and replace Max. That's what I no. would say. Yeah. Get Max I'd out of there. It. Throw Max in the Alpha Tower. See what he's really made of. Oh, you know he'd smash it. He would. <laughs> you no, know he would. That's the thing. Is no questions asked. He'd tear up in that Alpha Tower. Mm. He wouldn't be happy. He'd be going off about it all the time. Like that. We'd never hit the end of it. Oh. Punch through the steering. Oh, I'd love to see that. Race. I'd love to see that. No. In that case, then let's do next year. Put Max in Alpha Tauri, put Lewis in the Aston, and race it out, boys. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Charles in, Charles in the Alpha. Do a, that's what yeah. Monaco should be. You have to go to your junior team and race. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there that's you a go. good race. That's how you do Monaco. Yeah, it's like not reverse grid. It's yeah, re- yeah. reverse the actual grid. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> reverse the team. Yeah, yeah. Drive position. That'd be an absolute cracker of a race, yeah. too. The Williams boys would be... Frothing it, uh, they'd have to go to McLaren or something. No, they go to, they go to Merck. They would, or oh, that'd be even better. Yeah, yeah. they'd go to Merck, and uh, technically, Oof. you'd have to swap McLaren with Aston. Oh, so that'd be like much of the same, boys. <laughs> <laughs> they'd and actually it, probably get a good result. Well, what about what about you just completely change it up? Whoever's sitting in first swaps with whoever's in twentieth, and you just swap to the car. So ten and eleven, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 that's good. <laughs> yeah, so like you know. Get Bernie on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure he got the sprinklers on the track as well. Yeah. As well. And the and the tunnel roof bit. Yes. <laughs> Put it all together. Actually, I was racing Baku on the game today and I noticed that there's a building that does a loopy loop in the background of the thing. Why don't we put that loop-de-loop on the Baku track as through well? Through the castle <laughs> section. Just through the castle Sweet. section, you got a loop-de-loop through. That'd be sick. Can we just like crowdsource like Rainbow Road or something? Like get them to build that circuit. <laughs> <laughs> There's and a lot of desert in the middle of Australia. Yeah, Let's do it there. Yeah. We could get away with that. We shall, though. We shall probably move on. We should. Okay. So that was but Danny Rick coming in 12th. 12th. So in 11th, you and I, once again, thinking smartly, had Fernando. Yep. While Dave put Bodass. Well, I, I think we put a Fernando there due to the fact we thought Alpine wasn't going to be as great. Yeah. No, We. I thought they were going to be competitive, but I also thought the other cars around them were going to be just as competitive. Yeah. Turns out the Alpine is the best of the rest of this year. Yeah. And oh, I'm not mad to see it. 
I know. I, I like don't, seeing Nando do well. I like seeing Nando do well. Ocon, yeah. I don't hate Ocon anymore. I don't care Why? for him either. Uh, uh, yeah, I never I, said I hated him. I'd say the same. I'm not I think really I just like don't I care him. about him. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing too. It's like, and when we say we don't care, it's like, it's not that we don't care for his welfare. It's like, we just don't care come if on, he's go, in the man, sport. We don't really mind. You're yeah. quite, also, because like, you've kind of caused the clog in the pipeline with this driving me. That's a part we didn't speak about at the beginning is that the reason all these moves and shuffling's happening is because Ocon signed like a five-year deal last yeah. year. Yeah. Like that's the other aspect of all these trades yeah. and moves. Ocon is the immovable object. But F1 contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on. That's been clearly proven. I know, but for some reason, so his why is. can't <laughs> we just tre- uh, shred his up? I think it's because he's a French national racing for the team. Yeah. Genuinely. Genuinely, that will be in play there for sure. I'm Without saying. a doubt, because yeah. I know that the French government does sponsor their racing teams like they're very involved in supporting their national sports yeah. and race. Oh. So we had Fernando. We had Fernando while uh, Dave had Bottas, which I, I reckon you've got it for the same reasons. We had Bottas in 12th. Yeah, yeah. it's just 100%. we think that the car wasn't going really to be that great, but he would put it where he put it higher than maybe than we would expect because he's a good driver. Yeah, that but was the takeaway there. Fernando, again, the whole, the whole reason behind that was we thought that he was going to be stuck competing in a very competitive mid-pack. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we go to number 10? Well, we haven't, we haven't even said who's in. Haven't we? Yeah. No. I feel like I don't care. No, who is should. it? It's the newcomer, K-Mag. The one we didn't get to predict about because hey. he wasn't in the sport. I don't want to say this, yeah. but six months ago I had a thought. Oh, thought shut was, the fuck up. <laughs> it was very simple. I went, man, if K-Mag came back, I reckon he'd come 11th in that house. I did. Swear. Uh, swear. <laughs> 100%. Reese isn't here. You can't the make thing, that joke. Andy. Here's the thing. Prove me wrong. Prove you wrong? Prove me wrong. Why didn't you say it? Huh? Why didn't you say it? you're not good at listening. But you're check not the tapes. good. Check the tapes. Well, I did <laughs> I check the tapes. I didn't say it on camera. No, okay. I said I thought it. I so thought <laughs> I did check the tapes about what you're referencing. And Reese and I both said it. What? We both said we thought this would be Seb's last year. Oh, really? Yeah. So your joke is invalid because we have actually said it on this podcast. We Yo. might not have been able to pinpoint it, but we both have actually said it. But I'm saying I said that K-Mag will come 11th if he came back. Yeah, but you didn't actually say it on the podcast. Your whole argument was, I don't remember you two saying that, so you clearly didn't say it, but we actually Oh, did, did. I argue that last Yeah, week? that was I your argument say- to this. I you know, it's very easy to disprove because I don't remember saying that, so Look, clearly I didn't think of this. I was going to say, I don't remember you thinking that, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, K-Mag's coming 11th. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And talking about Haas, what a year, seriously. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. That's a, good one. That's a good one. He's definitely got a yacht by the end of the year. Oh, so I hope so. I really hope so. K-Mag is performing that card, really pushing it to the limits. He, he's had, and he hasn't had a perfect season either. He no, hasn't finished had, every race. He's had DNFs yep. due to technical difficulties. Yep. And some weekends the car is off the pace, but this is the best we've seen Haas ever, I think, mm. consistently. Gene will be a very happy man at the end of the season. If he's not, there's something clearly wrong with him. And I'm so glad that that investment's finally paying off because I think this year and this half of the season has secured the longevity of Haas for the next three years. Easily. Who knew all it took was kicking a Russian out of your team? (laughs) And taking all his money. Yeah. Yeah. And I am also glad that when they decided not to develop last year's car and focus on this year's car, I'm so glad it paid off. Oh, yeah. Because if it didn't, I don't think they would have been in this sport next year. This yeah, would that have been would have been last year. Yeah. 
because there's no way with all that investment, Gene would have continued. So yeah, mm. perf- perfect year for Haas. Doing good. And I really hope Gunter's out there driving up sponsorship for next year for him. Mm. Same. They they deserve it. They deserve to for Gene not to have to invest so much anymore. They need like. I think that'll keep Gene in the sport longer as well if he's not investing and as much. Fair's fair. With F1's investment in America over the last couple of years and moving forward, jumping to three races, fair's fair. F1 is clearly showing that they are interested mm. in America. America then, therefore, their businesses should rightfully sponsor the American-flagged team. Yeah. yeah, And that's what I like to see because America has some incredible businesses that can just jump on board. Yeah. Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A. I can't think of any other Wendy's, really. yeah, any good fast food. Only fast food sponsorships. KFC. This is the American team, after Look, all. I'm hungry. And the big AR-15 on the side of it. <laughs> I'm hungry, <laughs> and we're talking about all these fast foods, so it's just going to be a bald be, eagle yeah. on the wings from now on. <laughs> That's, oh, it's be better than a Russian one. flag. So. It is better than a Russian flag. Anything's Delivery looks good. That. The mm. upgrades are working. Like, mm. I think Haas is the team we're all watching for the rest of the year. We really want to see do well. Yeah, definitely. So can you just show them on the fucking camera, please? Please, F1, FOM. <laughs> Please. Shall we move on, Andy? What's next? Uh, we, we're cracking into the top 10. Excellent. So you and I had Seb Vettel. Mm-hmm. And this is the only one Dave got correct because he correctly picked Fernando Alonso would finish hey. in 10th. And right now, Fernando is in, in, in 10th. Yeah. yeah. Not Look bad, go. Dave. Look at me Not go. Bad. Is that the first correct prediction on the list? That's also the last one for Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I had a shocker. I yeah. Hey, one out of twenty is not too bad. With how strange the sport is, it's nice to get one A. Yeah, it's Look, been a weird year. It has been. I'm glad that it's not been a prediction predictable season. That's like that is the main yeah. thing here. Like yeah. our predictions being so wrong has made this sport a lot better. Absolutely, it really has. It's not as close as we thought it was going to be, but I also don't think that's been a negative. Mm. On the season, either the racing, the racing's just been phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Who did come? So wait, who is Nando? Well, Nando, Nando is Nando. Yeah. I mean, the big, the big news with Nando is talking about his move to Aston Martin, and just what a <sighs> shocker that could be. Uh, it's I, probably not looking good. Is he going to be down the order for next season? We think. Yeah, I dare I, say I, so. I, I think so. However, so. I do think, and I do want to focus on his performance this year, which I think's been mm. pretty unreal. Mm. I oh, agreed. The other thing I wanted to bring up too is about the next year. I've, Nando has stated time and time again he's only staying in this sport to win championships. He wants to win again. Now, I know moving to Aston, we all laugh about it. However, Aston is developing that new facility. It's got a wind tunnel in it. Everything is pointing in the right direction for Aston And I guarantee you they're going to cheat and use that wind tunnel all the time. <laughs> they've, also, they've also Allegedly. built a camera... Into the Red Bull facility so that they can steal their designs as well, obviously. Yeah. What are how, you how talking about? How long is Nando planning to stick around for? It's two years plus a third in his option. Yeah. Like, do we think really two years is enough to build a championship winning car? I don't think he's going to get another one. Yeah. I love him in the sport. Like, I'd like love for him to well. get another win. Another oh, win. I want to see I'm him jumping on that win. car and dancing like he did in 03. Oh, a win is 100% can, on the car. I can say that on the car. Championship? Absolutely not. Like, not in that Aston. No fucking way. However, I did see a conspiracy theory, actually, now that you think about it. It's Lewis, 37, isn't he? Or 36? 
You're off to a strong start, my friend. Well, look, <laughs> he's an age. He he is, he's, in his, he's in his 30s. Age is just a number anyway, bro. He's in his mid to late 30s. Let's cut that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of that one. That's just a little yeah. controversial. Anyway, Lewis is in his mid to late 30s. Toto apparently had to approve Fernando's signing to Aston. I didn't know this. Could potentially, if Lewis decides to chuck it in at the end of the year, let's just say he's like, nah, I'm done. Lewis wants an eighth. I know Lewis wants an eighth. Look, put your hypothetical hat on for a moment. Okay. Just, just, I know Lewis the wants an eighth. The best part about this conspiracy theory is his headphones are on sideways, so he looks insane. <laughs> no, I always insane. wear headphones like this. But he's anyway. He's insane. He's wrong. Carry on. So, end of this year, end of next year, Lewis is done. He's just like, I'm. I'm done. I need. To, I need to go do something else. I need to go be with Seb and protect the world. <laughs> I do. They like become. That. They become the dynamic duo and environmental protection. World. Anyway, Captain Toto Planet. could then Sorry. call on Fernando for one year. Oh, okay. One year in the Mercedes. Yep. So could Fernando jumping to Aston? He drives for a year. Year. Gets a, gets a year under his belt with the Mercedes power unit and then jumps to Mercedes it's to win good, the championship. It's a good conspiracy theory. It's I did read that twice in two different um websites o- over the week. And I'm just like, I don't believe it. But, I mean, if Toto did have to sign off on it, 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 it is a possibility. I think it is so unlikely that it's absolutely guaranteed. Yeah. Look, <laughs> that's a good way of looking at it. Yep. 100%. I think that is never going to happen, which means 100% that's on the cards. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago, I said Vince McMahon would never leave the WWE, and now he's retired. So anything is possible in this world. It is. Who's in number ninth? Number nine. <laughs> so that one. That one's made us think, man. We're not in the mood to think when we move on. Fair enough. We all picked Gasly in ninth. Rip. Which is where he should be. It's realistically yeah. where he should be. However, Valtteri has that position. Yeah, more than happy with that. Yeah, I'm happy with that. That That's Ferrari pirate. Oh, holy. The pirate unit. Pirate unit. That Ferrari power unit has definitely boosted that car. Yeah. And Bottas is the driver to drive any car to a high standard. So mm. I'm stoked that he's there. Why am I talking about Bottas? Because that's where he's coming. Oh, excellent. I thought, stop looking at me like that, you two. (laughs) Every time you look at me like that, I get paranoid because you both just sit there and uh, you spin in your chair and you're just like, Dr. Evil me, you're just like. (laughs) I thought you had more to say. That's why I was looking at you. That's really why I looked at you. Shit. I don't even, how good's Bodass? (laughs) Yeah. How good? So, no, Bodass being in ninth, it's a nice spot for him, right? Yeah. Better than where we thought. Yep. And well-deserved. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Eight. Okay, this is where you got really mad at me. Because yeah, you said Carlos signs, you dickhead. Yeah. And you said... How dare you? Hey, shut up. You had Lando and you had Russell. Who is in eighth? Ninth. Esteban Ocon. Oh, yeah. That's disappointing. That is more disappointing than our picks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything yeah. that comes out of this podcast, it's we're disappointed Esteban so high. Yeah. That's what you get for saying Carlos came out. This is your fault. Yeah, this look, Carlos at eighth is very like, nah. Look, if Ferrari keeps going the way they're going, Carlos will finish fucking eighth. Valid. Very valid. Yep. This is only the mid-season. There's still nine races to go. Yep. You know that Alpine's good. We do need to talk about Ocon season. You know that Alpine's good, and Ocon is a consistently average driver. He's beating his teammate, and the car's in... 
eight or whatever. Yeah. It's he doing has really lay well. plan instead of L plan. <laughs> Le plan. Le plan. Le plan. Did you see that? That they, they made a... Formula One made the driver's designer shirt. Yeah. I didn't watch it. You should have because uh, uh, Alonzo, credit to him, he just wrote L plan and said this. And his major sponsor is a clothing company, so I'm sure they're going to make that now. Yeah. And then uh, Ocon drove the, drew the French flag and wrote Le plan. That's not bad either, to be honest. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'll tell you who did a really good shirt, Seb, Sonoda, and Joe. All three of them did really sick design. And this is Grill the Grid on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't watched it. You should definitely Which watch me. it. I haven't, I haven't watched, watched it either. It. I've seen a couple of screenshots. I, I saw the little plan one and the L plan. And I that's didn't all see I no, Carlos drew a Chilean right smooth operator. That's not bad either. <laughs> also in the game, if he gets second or first, then... Uh, uh, Crofty says, and smooth operator Carlos Saints in this position, which I think is fantastic. Didn't, and I genuinely didn't think Leclerc, that's enough discussion about Ocon. Didn't Leclerc <laughs> draw like I heart? The yeah, he drew the Mon- Monogas flag with I heart Charles Leclerc. Yeah. With a 16 on it. Yeah. Andy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Andy>. hell. <laughs> I don't care what you said. It was a screamer, and it's funny, but it's <laughs> getting cut. <laughs> is that enough about Ocon talking about everyone's shirts? <laughs> That's I think it's like, Let's move on, Andy. Him. What's going on upstairs? Okay, so in seventh or sixth? Uh, seventh. Seventh. You picked science. No, Dave picked science. Sorry, and you picked Russell. However, I correctly picked Lando Norris. That's my first correct one. All right, let's move on to the next one because I don't like Lando. No. Lando's doing really yeah, well this on show, the show on the road. The listeners yeah, don't care about him. He's doing all right. He's doing <laughs> all right. He's doing better than Danny, unfortunately. Look, that's dis- disappointing to see that, but he's he's doing good. I think, yeah. Look, Lando is really well suited for that McLaren. The McLaren's clearly got a lot of lot of Lando in systems it. Designed, designed around Lando. Kid has a bunch of talent. I feel like, is he the only one this season to have got a podium that's not a Red Bull, a Mercedes, or a Ferrari? I believe so, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, he did he it in Imola. Mm. He did. And that's what I mean. Like, as much as I like to rag on him and I like to pick on him, he's clearly got a lot of talent. And he'll be there for a while and he'll be, yeah, oh, fighting McLaren for championships. Be, yeah, see, I I don't believe he's a world championship winning caliber driver. I think he'll be fighting for him. But I th- I do think McLaren and he can drive it well enough mm. to be four. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. I think he could be in the fight for it. Yeah, whether he's got it to continue and, you know, Hold out for the win. We'll see. Oh, well, I'll put your mind to rest. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hate the bloke. Hey. I just... Look. Jack's really critical of him. Like, I'm critical of Lance Stroll. It, it pretty much is. As I said, his career highlight was except mine, smacked mine's by Danny Rick with <laughs> the space over. <laughs> that was really funny. Mine uh, that was really, really funny. It was good. Yeah. Good, good humid, Aussie mateship. Yeah. can hit him harder. <laughs> <laughs> However, he's doing really, really Look, well. Look, I feel like if he loses... McLaren's if, still the best-looking car on the grid. It's if Danny awesome. Rick loses his seat, there might be some malice behind it next time. <laughs> oh, there'll be malice <laughs> behind it from me too. However, he's on the up and up. He, he's doing well. Mm. No. Do you guys who like him want to say anything about him? Are you happy for me just to smack him up? I'm happy <laughs> for you to I'm, smack him up. What do you guys right? reckon? I like him. I think he's... I want him in 15th. I, I've said... I said, I think he's going to be fighting for world championships. I'm yeah, we did I say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm angry now. I'm having a bad time. <laughs> well, do you want your time ruined even more? Yes. So if we move up to six, I had Russell while you two picked a big 
Sad dick, Danny Six. We did. But you picked him like second or something. <laughs> I picked so him fourth, which is even more depressing, with three wins. <sighs> so, yeah. I wanted three shoeys, goddammit. So, we picked Danny Rick in sixth. We'll have to do some consolatory shoeys, I think, between the three of us a at the end of the season. Shoey. Yeah, yeah a shoey. But also, like, keep going, Danny. Love you. Yeah. Please sign with someone, anyone. Oh, he'll get a seat. Not, not anyone. We don't want him going to a real, real shit team. Not I reckon if he goes, no, to, think Williams, if he goes to a it. real shit team, I think he's going to quit. <laughs> so you'll do the battle. He'll do two years ago. I'm done. Yeah. NASCAR sounds really fun. Who is coming sixth, though, Andy? <laughs> this makes me feel happy because it's, it's Sir Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, I was going to say it's Hamilton. Yeah. Although he won't be in there for long. Which yeah. one of us said at the start of the year that they thought George was going to come out and smack him at the start of the year? One of us said that. At I'm the pretty beginning. sure... I said it. It was either you or me. You didn't say it. I, However, I still think you're right in your original viewpoint of Mercedes being a championship contending car. I think you were just wrong by six months. Yeah. Look, I think I think what I said initially was that... Because I picked, I picked Lewis for the win. <laughs> I, I, I picked him coming first. I picked him you know, coming out with that drive to win the championship. And... That's he also wanted to give up on lap three of the Spanish Grand Prix. Oh, one, let him, let the man speak, yeah, Randy. Let me speak. Let, let me the finish. Man walk I think himself into a trap. What we've seen. <laughs> All right, so I'm going I'm <laughs> out of here, guys. No, look, what I think I've seen from the team is that, like, obviously their car wasn't there at the start of the season, and the drive is still there to continue improving that car. I think what I said is Mercedes were going to be so peed off without how the season ended last season that they're going to come out fighting for it. They've clearly been coming out fighting for it. They weren't there. They're still fighting. They're still making improvements. They're still getting better and better and closer and closer. And yeah, look, I think they've got some wins in them, but you know, it's been a tough season. I don't think he's going to get the win, but I think they're going to be, you know, battling harder than they have been. Look, I hundred percent agree with you. Like I was, when I said you're off by six months, you were right. The mindset's yeah, there. Yeah. Hamilton has had a couple of moments of weakness this year, but I don't yeah. think there's been a driver without that either. Yeah. I don't think it's fair just to pin a couple of things. George did come out and get, get the run on him. We know that's because George is used to driving cars that are not as drivable as the Mercedes of the last couple of years. Lewis's mindset's back where he wanted the cars improving. I think they're going to be on for a crack at end of the mm. year. Mm. I'm also really enjoying Lewis's. It feels so much more genuine now. He's when he's speaking out about how much it means and how hard it is because it's the first time I've ever watched the man not be dominant. So I'm enjoying him not being there because I'm loving seeing Hamilton fight, do well, and celebrate these wins that are genuinely hard fought. Yeah, and that's no disrespect to where he was last few years because he'll be back at the top soon, and I'll be happy when he's back at the top. Mm. Because I think he's a phenomenal person. But Andy, what's your take? His best race was Emola when he was stuck behind Pierre. No, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> You're right. It's yeah. been nice seeing Lewis fight. Lewis is one of the best drivers in the world. I've never not said that. And seeing him actually have to scrape and claw his way to points has been nice. Now, he has had his moments, i.e. the Spanish Grand Prix when he wanted to retire on lap three. Yeah, but... <laughs> and yeah. he still came fourth. Yeah. Like, Which goes to show. He's... Fucking incredible. He's yeah. a sook. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 still, I still maintain on that one. He said it. Yeah. 
But he didn't give up. And that's it's, the point. It's true. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let's Bono not, had to fucking make him go. Look, let's yeah. not rehash that part because that is one one lap of the year of which has been an upward trend of watching oh, this yeah. being fight for points and, and do well. Probably not going to win this year. But Thankfully. I also don't think within the next two or three years we're not going to see Lewis Hamilton World Championship again. I think he's going to get another I one. I think he's going to get the eighth and he's going to retire after he does. Probably. Yeah. I think that would be a good send off. A really nice send off. And well, I'd like to see yeah. it. his contract's up at the end of next year. I do believe Lewis will just do one year deals. Yeah. Mercedes will be happy with that. I think they will. He'll be happy with that until they'll just be like, look, man, are you still keen to give it a crack? And he'll go, yeah, I think I am. And they'll go, awesome. We'll see you next year. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could also see him doing a Seb and being like, there's one more race to win and it's the race for the planet. Cause he's and then very, having Nick or someone jump in. Yeah, and, and allowing that younger driver. Like, Lewis has nothing else to prove. He's he's one of the greatest drivers of all time. Now, if he wants the eighth, fair enough. Give it a crack till the end of next year. But mm. I think at the end of next year, if you haven't got it, maybe just let the younger kids go and just go do something that you're more passionate about because he's very passionate like Seb is. About saving the planet, even though we drove to V8 to Silverstone. Let the younger kids go, says the Alonso fan as well. The yeah. wants to see him stay Look, in the sport for longer and I, longer. As much as I <laughs> yeah, I only want like one yeah, older yeah, statesman. Yeah. No, <laughs> what do you mean? He drove in the rookie race, uh, rookie test drive at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah that, was <laughs> that was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I get where you're coming from, Andy. I just don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I agree with I you. I can just see the one, the one year deal yeah. kicking on. And the reason why is he's got nothing left to prove except to absolutely prove that he can be the greatest of all time. Yep. He's sitting yep. in the position now where he's in the top. You can't not have him in the top three And I think in the conversation. You're sitting there knowing that you have the opportunity to become the greatest racer who's ever lived. You're taking that shot for as long as you can. And I think to do it coming from a, a, a place where they weren't, the dominant team. Like they didn't just come out and walk this season again. To have the eighth as a mm. to have the eighth that like they the actually first battled, would be such yeah, a good that story. They battled for it. Yeah. Yeah. However just to show that he can do it without having to just be complete dominance. All right, th- go do it in a Williams zone. <laughs> no, he's done it in a McLaren too. Yeah, but that was a dominant McLaren. It was alright. It was a dominant McLaren. Oh, fair enough. Shall we move on though? We should. Number okay. five, yeah? Yes. This is your first right one. Excellent. I get it when it matters. I had Perez. You had Norris. Jack, however, correctly picked Science. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. What can I say? Genius. Uh. Genius. I'm the goat of predictions. And let me speak some truth to you. He's there because that Ferrari is the fastest car every second weekend. And he's ignored but it is strategy. Yeah, yeah. His results have come... His results have come by him literally going, no, I'm going to win this myself. Yeah, the Ferrari, he, he is limited by Ferrari. And the same yeah. can be said by Charles. Oh, yeah. Ferrari's biggest limiting factor is it's their Ferrari. leadership. It's Ferrari. The drivers are both phenomenal. Yes, Sainz has had made some errors at the start of the season, but he's back in the groove. Like, he's right where that... Yeah. He's, matched he's got the car his first again. win this year. That's so good. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And again, that was the one where he was like, no, you can't sacrifice me. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking down the barrel of my first F1 win... And I'm going to take it. Thank yeah. you very much. And in doing so, they screwed up Charles's race. Well, Ferrari screwed up Charles's race by not pitting him. Yeah, and that's just the season and the story of Ferrari this year. And we say it every week. It's like they need to get their shit together because also, they have the driver 
and the car now in manufacturing to have a world championship team. The missing part of the triangle is the leadership. How long has Charles signed for? It's a while, isn't it? He's got another f- two or three years. Yeah, and uh, it was a, I thought it was a while. It's. Uh, I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. Yeah. Be I don't know. He's looking pretty peed off at the moment. He's like. You can see it. You can see the frustration. It's like ooh. 32 points that he's lost over the last 126 points he hasn't go- scored have because of his errors. Everything else is Ferrari's errors. Yeah. Yeah, but would would Mercedes take him or would Red Bull take him? Oh, I think would he if, go? if Lewis was to retire and well, Fernando Charles- would be in that seat according to you. Ian. <laughs> okay. So what's <laughs> happening to Georgian? Well, no. <laughs> like seriously, if if Lewis was to retire, Mercedes would be stupid if Charles was an option. To oh, yeah, to no, I, I agree with you on that one. Like, if, yeah. if Charles is an option, I'd be going for Charles. Yeah. Same as if Max is an option and Mercedes has oh. has that chance. I know it, I know it's a bad idea. <laughs> Could you support Mercedes <laughs> if it was Charles and Max? <laughs> Answer me right now. Because <laughs> I would. I would. Charles and Max in Mercedes. Yeah, I'd support nah, nah. it. Yeah, nah. I think it's a good team. It would be a team with some serious attitude. Oh, though. Look, <laughs> it, it, Can you imagine? Yeah, Who, who's Ricky got and who's Bono got to engineer? <laughs> Bono Max, Bono Max, Ricky Charles. Absolutely, because Max is the number one driver. Max is the number one driver. He has the big number one on it. And Bono is one of the best race engineers in the game. Oh, he yeah. is. He was Schumacher's when Schumacher was at um Mercedes too. Oh, there you go. I like that, but. Carlos being in fifth is exists only Critical. because of Ferrari's things. Yeah. Let's yeah. jump on to fourth. So in fourth, oh, I had Big Dick Danny Rick with four win- oh, three wins, which isn't going to happen. You yep. two had Perez. And Russell is currently sitting in fourth. So you are in the ballpark. We're not super far off. Mm. Russell's doing really, really well. He look. He He's Mr. Consistency, Mr. Sunday, Mr. Saturday, Mr. Has Too Many Nicknames, Mr... I don't know what else Crofty calls George him. Russell's the kind of guy that has too many nicknames. George Russell's the kind of guy that crashes into the guy he's trying to take the seed off and then blames him. That was pretty funny, yeah. but <laughs> I still do like that. <laughs> George, I mean, like, the reason George is where he is is that Mercedes, he could drive well. And yeah. he drove it well every weekend while Lewis was coming to terms with the car he was in and also struggling to get his fitness to the level to cope with a car with that. Mm. level of porpoising because that's mm. been a massive part of Mercedes' story mm. this year. Mm. Mm-hmm. He is clearly a very talented driver. He's not one of my favourites but he's done really, really well this year and I think he's for the most part holding himself to a pretty high standard. I know, I think I've spoken ill about him a couple of times this year but he's the thing, I know it wasn't serious because I don't really remember <laughs> why. Here's the other fact though. I don't even really remember what I said about who came fifth. So that doesn't also apply either. Yeah. I think I might hate Look, him. I can't remember though. I, I think he's doing he's doing better than I predicted. And I only predicted that he would struggle to come to terms with the new car. It, it, because I thought, you know... The new car was going to be incredible. Yeah. Which it should have been. Yeah, exactly. And so I think he's doing... Yeah, like you said, he's outperforming the car because uh, he's used to driving crap cars. Crap cars, yeah. And Mercedes' car at the start of the season was crap. Very. So Jack said he couldn't remember what he said about George Russell. I remember what he said about George Russell. What I said about <laughs> You said he was a squid. He is. He is. And he is. He has the personality of a squid. I think so. However, he's clearly very likable by a lot of people. So one person. 
Day. At least one. Oh, actually, At no, and a whole country. And a whole country. And they've got, like, what, 300 million or some shit? Something like that. Well, look, they've got three drivers. Yeah. So. So one in three Brits like him. Yeah. Uh, that's a fair point. Toothpaste, Actually, has, toothpaste uh, has a better support record. Say, uh, <laughs> mo- mo- <laughs> and they're 90%. <laughs> <laughs> mo- most of them probably support Hamilton. That's, that's really funny. <laughs> You're really pleased with that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of that. Yeah. Bronze medals. Yeah, well, let's go for it. Podium places, guys. Come on. It was yeah. right there. <laughs> podium places. I know it's the Commonwealth well, Games that's this happening. Is, this is, but This is the sprint part of the show, so it is a medal. Oh, Thank you. Okay. Yep. And we all <laughs> we all selected Charles Leclerc to come in third. What's it, who is in third? Checo. Or has that just changed recently? I feel like I remember Red Bulls both being one two for a while. No, no, yet. They haven't. Maybe been one for two. one race at the start of the year, uh, possibly. Okay. However, it is Charles and Max. Yeah, yeah it right. is Charles and Max. So Checo in third. He's doing better than we thought. Yeah. And that's simply because Ferrari's doing worse than we thought. Yeah. And Mercedes is doing worse yeah. than we thought. But he's also having a very good year. He won Monaco, yeah. and that's incredible. Yeah, has he won another one? I don't know, but he regular he has on the podium. dropped off. He has Look, dropped off recently. He's he's had a couple, but he's still put on good drives from those positions. Mm. He's yes. fought back re- really well. Like he's had things go wrong, but you can't call any weekend of his particularly like horrifically failed on his behalf. Austria. Like, what did when he, he do? retired? Yeah, look, he retired because George Russell hit him. Yes, that's what I mean. Like because he's a squid. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Also, did you guys see the Stone Cold Steve Austin editor just? They wrote like um, stewards over him while he's Stone Stone Cold <laughs> everybody, and then it had all the driver names on them. I explained it poorly, but you get it if you know who Stone yep, Cold yep. is. I still think. Yeah, I don't know if Checo will improve. I think Ferrari is going to be the deciding factor in that. However, you keep signing him for as long as Max and him race together. I think that's the best Red Bull team stability-wise we've seen in years. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I'll give it that. And <laughs> Checo's a good dude. He's like he's earned this position. I really like him seeing him do well. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he's great. Seeing his dad is just a joy that, too. That was a great photo of him. And he's so his dad and Hamilton's dad. It was, I believe, at the Silverstone. It was a Silverstone, yeah. and it was and just great. Yeah, they, you just see the joy that both of them had, yep. seeing their sons up on the podium together. And, and that's like, what the sport yeah. should be. It's good. Yeah, it was. It just. No, good. it should be dads having good times. So what? What's Yoss doing? We don't want to talk about Yoss. <laughs> <laughs> so second, Charles. Yeah. Who did we pick though? So me and you pick Lewis, and he picked Max. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. I mean, Leclerc's only second because of Ferrari. He probably should be leading at the moment. Definitely should be. Yeah, look, I do believe he probably would just be ahead. He I think he'd be close, but I think he'd be ahead. Just be ahead. Yeah. I do still think, though, Max is the better driver overall. Oh, yeah. And He's the got the one on the car. He yeah. has to be the better driver. Oh, but do you know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. I'm just, did he earn that one legitimately? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> As I have stated numerous times, the and real so mistake... Was when he left the brake magic on in Azerbaijan, you causing boys. to score Look. no points, hence leading uh, to what happened. The staffman was there in it to win it at the end. Exactly. And he was. I will give him that. You he had to be there to win it, and he was there. And, and he made happened. the right call to come need. in and put the softs on when well, Hamilton was Well, need to put this there. one to bed. <laughs> you guys need to do what I've done. And accept that Max Verstappen's the world champion. No. Yes, I have. And you need to live a life where I forget everything I've ever <laughs> said. So... 
I'm assuming that there was some form of drama at the end of last year because I'm a better person than you two and I've moved on. Speaking of moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's continue. Well, Sorry that, if that came across a bit harsh, but I think number one, everyone will agree. It I said Hamilton said. and Al was wrong. That's and all me and Jack have Verstappen, so we're right. Look, we're but also at the same time wrong. We're, yeah, we're right, but not for the reasons we said. We're right because so many things have gone wrong for so many other drivers yep. and teams. He's in. He's winning now by default. I'm not knocking his talent. He's still the most talented driver. But to be fair, he's had a few default wins. It's yeah. and default and f- the greatest word in the English language. Default, default, default. <laughs> I don't understand the reference. It's a Simpsons it's reference. A Simpsons I wasn't reference. allowed to watch The Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> However, looking forward, I still think it is. Charles has an opportunity to win this. I don't think yeah. it's over. No, I don't think it is either. It's only over when Ferrari decides it's over. I think so. And really, and we're they not are still do checking. Yeah, and we're not going to do next year's predictions. But the obvious thing to wrap it up between these two drivers is, talent-wise, I think Max has it. I think Charles has a mode where he's better than Max, but he's not in it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Max has that absolute consistency. It's like... Max, a few years ago, battling with Hamilton. Yes, He had it sometimes, it but he didn't quite have it, the consistency. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I mean. So, Charles may get it this year. Yeah. He'll need to go on a Hamilton-style run. Yeah. And I pray think, Max doesn't finish second every race. And that's the thing, too. And Max is that good, and he still has enough pace than those two Mercedes that if Charles starts beating him, he knows that he can just sit that bad boy in second yeah. every weekend and seal another championship. Yep. Mm. I don't think that's what he wants to do because no driver kind of just wants to come second and go, and I came first, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't feel great, but that's what we're looking forward to, yeah? Yeah, it's a great yeah. nine race sprint to the end, basically. I guess I kind of want to wrap this little part of the show up by being like, what has been your biggest surprise of the year now that we've gone through what we picked? If you had to pick one thing that you're like, I never would have assumed that, what was it? Mercedes taking as long as they did to get yeah. it right. Me too. That's yeah. the biggest shock of the season, I think. I yeah. thought it would have been around Spa. No, not Spa. Spain or Monaco where they clicked. Mm. But it, it took them few, a few weeks more. And by, let's say, France, they, they clicked. They know what they're doing. This car is going to be the one to watch going forward. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to take it even further than you. I didn't think they were going to come out and struggle at all. The fact that yeah, they came I, out and actually weren't first, second, or third convincingly, yeah. that for me was the biggest shock. I've never, in my viewership of Formula One, because I'm not a super old fan, have seen Mercedes not winning. Mm. Yeah, I think I was I was pretty confident they would get it right, and, and they didn't. Justifiably so. Yeah. No one was wrong by predicting Mercedes yeah. are going to come out and stomp everybody this year, mm. and oh, they've man, earned that reputation. Well, they say every year that they're not on pace. And but every no year they listens sent, to that. Yeah, no year they are next correct. year though, impossible. It doesn't matter what they say. I don't think they should release press next year because yeah. if they say they're good, we don't know. And if they say they're sandbagging, we also will not know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We won't know till round one. Now, Andy, you had a couple of questions to run us through, didn't you? Before we finish yes. up. So you and Dave both said Baku would be the race of the year. I think it was one of the most boring races this year. Yeah, I was disappointed in Baku. Baku sucked this yeah. year. I think I still spoke about it relatively positively at the time. However, in hindsight, I can say it's not my race of the year this mm. year so far. Uh, I picked Charles to win Monaco. Well, Ferrari. He should have. He really should have. Which was interesting. 
you picked Charles to win Monaco, and then when we got to the previews, you were like, he's not finishing. Yep. Guarantee you, like, you had I that had forgotten all about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said Haas would be the most improved car. So I think Dave, that's right. That's and you said Ferrari. Yeah. Both very Both good. Correct. Because Ferrari's improved yeah. a massive amount yeah. this year. The only thing that's hindering Ferrari is their strategy. Yeah. Yeah, their reliability is okay. Uh, this is where we get fun. Dave picked Mick. I picked Vettel to yeah. be the most improved. See, I'd say you're more correct than yeah, me. Vettel's not having a great year. Mick's doing really he's well. He's doing well. However, I picked Latifi. Jack picked Latifi as the most improved, and he's he's improved his ability to hit walls and spin a lot this season. I'll give him that. I'm not going to defend myself. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and take this from you two, because guess what? Coming back from summer break, you're going to eat your fucking words. Yeah. You Absolutely reckon? not. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. He's my worst prediction I've made. However, there is one prediction Jack made that rings true. And it's his, yep. it, it's the one win he had all year. Jack predicted a non-Red Bull or Ferrari. Uh, non-Red Bull or Mercedes would win at Bahrain. I did. And it was a long shot too. I was like, yeah, I don't think the two championship contending cars are going to win and Charles came out and won it and then had Carlos yeah. in second yeah. it was a one-two yeah and that again that's, I'm that's not going to sit here and justify myself to you you just beating magic's a weird thing yeah. it's mysterious mm. but you also pick Latifi to be most improved it's mysterious <laughs> <laughs> but that that basically sums up all of our predictions I had Monza as my race of the year but that hasn't happened yet so there's still time. I don't know what I had mine as. You had Baku. I had Baku. Yeah, we both went for ah. Baku because it has been really uh, good. It has been. I think Silverstone. Silverstone's been phenomenal. I'd say Silverstone. Silverstone was really good. Silverstone good Austria were two dead, of the best. Dead so heat far. for me, genuinely. Both legs yeah. were incredible. Yeah. And even Spain, to an extent, was a decent race it. this year. It was a decent Spain this oh, year. I, Spain can usually be, to me, pretty boring. I think at the time, there was a little bit more heat coming from either you or Reese about it, but it was, in hindsight, a a better Spain mm. overall. It was a better Spain overall. And Jack said Monaco sucked and he's been eating his words since I Monaco. Have, but very happily too. Very happily that I finally now understand why, why Monaco so Yeah, why Monaco's Monaco. I get it and I'm yeah. I'm a genuinely a big fan. Like and here's the thing, if you don't like Monaco, do yourself a favor and watch most of the broadcast. That's what changed my mind on yeah. it. Like we're Australians, we normally only turn the race on, we go right to the starting grid and we watch from there just because it's such an inconvenient time. But mm-hmm. if you can hold Monaco off and watch the whole broadcast, you'll get right more into it. Do you gentlemen have anything to add to this re- review or shall we let the people know what we're up to in the next few weeks and then move on out? Let's yeah, do that. I'm Let's good. get out of here. So we've made the decision that we haven't watched enough F2 to speak about it confidently. So we're yeah. going to move that to the end of the year for our content. And we've decided that instead of this episode going on forever, we're going to release our rest of year predictions based off what we now know. And then we'll do a wrap up at the end of the year and we'll see if we've gotten any any better at this sport. Yeah. I'm going to guess we haven't. No, absolutely not. Williams is going to come out and stomp it in the next half with our one. (laughs) Oh, with our one, maybe. (laughs) So we're releasing that instead of the F2 review. We're going to do that at the end of the year. And that's mainly so we can do properly with the right amount of quality because if we spoke yeah. about it now we, we can't no nah, there's nothing there's we no time say. and then we're still planning on doing our race commentary as well so yeah hopefully that'll happen soon oh we'll make it work apart from that same as always 
If you haven't, please leave us a review or anything. It does mean a lot to us and it does help us grow. You can find us on social medias at Formula Bums everywhere. Twitter's the opposite though. It's at Bums Formula. Mm-hmm. We haven't live tweeted as much as we did, but we're going to get back into it again because it was a lot of fun. And I, we try, did have a good I tried, but I was very tired. Yeah, some of them races are very difficult to do. And please, if you haven't yet, show us to one friend who you think would like us. It means a lot. Cheers, guys. Bye. See ya. Between August 4th and August 6th, the FIA contract regulation... Is that it? Recognition board, sorry. Yeah, the FIA recognition contract board. I'm going to start it again. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're dying there or... <laughs>